With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Good morning and welcome everybody to Leading Off with True Blue LA. This how, is How our, do you know they're listening in the morning? You know what? That's a good point. I'm uh, no, cuz we command it. We, uh, we <laughs> demand that this episode be listened so to. So if in you're morning. listening to this and it's after like 11:30, you just stop. Press pause right Wait, now. Wait, no, we want <laughs> listen. Listens are good. Yeah, you know what? Turn your volume all the way down, but keep it playing. And then cycle through, and then go back Just to put it, it on a re- put it on repeat for twenty four hours. <laughs> keep hitting refresh somehow, even though that's not how anyone listens to it. Um, but yeah, so this is our Dodgers re uh, Dodgers rewind segment, um, and today we are going to talk about um, someone who was born James Carlisle Smith, but he's commonly known as red and you you'll never guess why his name was red smith <laughs> uh no i won't i it's it was his, it did was he play for the reds hair. oh nope. that makes more uh, sense that would be great if his name was red leg smith like uh, <laughs> back then um yeah so red smith um so the reason uh we i don't know not always there's sometimes there's no rhyme or reason sometimes it's hey that baseball card looks cool and then um, or something like that, but this time it's because the Dodgers are playing the Braves uh, later this week. Uh, you might have heard about it. Freddie Freeman might go back to some team he used to play for. Um, so I was looking at among the players who only played for Dodgers and Braves. Like the, one of the cool tools on Baseball Reference is the um, multi-team player search. I, I use it 
all the time to figure out the the gauntlet for the week in review post for the next week's schedule. Um, it's I don't always limit it to just players who played for only those those teams, but you know sometimes just to narrow it down a little bit or whatever. But that's what I was looking for. I, I just to see who came up. But anyway, only two players. Um, Th- that is played, so wild to me. Yeah, played a hundred games with each team and didn't play for anybody else. Two franchises that have been around forever. <laughs> yeah, and there's only but I think two. Th- there's been a lot. There was a lot for of players now, who oh, Freddie Freeman right. going to retire oh. at Dodgers. So. Well, actually, like by next month, at some point, like <laughs> like sometime in July, he's yeah. going to probably pass the hundred game point, so he'll he'll get there too. But the other one, um, uh, Gus Felix, was an outfielder in the 1920s, uh, which means he played with uh, longtime um, trivia question answer Zach Wheat uh, <laughs> for in the outfield. Uh, but another player who played with Zach Wheat is Red Smith. He was a third baseman. Um, so he was the, uh, according to Baseball Reference, um, uh, Red Smith was the first uh, player from Auburn to make the majors. And back then Auburn, when he was there was called Alabama Polytechnic university. Um, so he was a third baseman, uh, with Nashville in the Southern league in 1911 in the minors. Now back then the minors were unaffiliated and independent. So it wasn't like he was a certain teams, you know, farmhand or whatever. He was just in the minors and then teams would look down at the minors and be like, let's see who we can get or whatever. But, so he hits 316 uh, that year. He's vying for the batting title like during the second half of the season. He ends up hitting 316. Del Pratt on Montgomery also hit 316, but Del Pratt actually won because if you take it out, one more decimal point. Um, Red Smith hit three three one five seven. Del Pratt hit three one six three. So he he won the um, Southern League batting title. But uh, Red Smith was uh, impressive enough to where the Dodgers. Um, they bought his contract from um, Nashville in September 1911, and then they just inserted him at third base, down, and he started 28 of the last 32 games. Now, that team wasn't going anywhere, so maybe it was more of a looking for the future type thing. Um, the next year, he hit 286 with 28 doubles. Keep in mind, this is still uh, dead ball era, and um, he was a good guy who like got on base. He had 362 on base that year. His best season with the Dodgers was the next year, 1913. He had 296. His on base was 358. He had a 441 slugging. I think. Oh, I don't have this part in front of me. I'm. I think he was seventh in the league in um, slugging that year. To give you an idea of where the league was at, 441. Um, 40 doubles, 10 triples, six homers that year. He's the first Dodger ever to hit 40 doubles in a season, and I'm sure. That fact will come up shortly. Um, hmm. I've never, I've never seen a saber bio. Saber bio, I believe, within the last week or so, they just completed their six thousandth, um, six thousandth bio on the site, and it's a wonderful resource um, of of knowledge and finding out about old players. Um, the saber bio for Red Smith was written by Charles Faber. I don't remember ever seeing a Sabre bio opening like this, but this is how this is the verbatim first sentence of the um, Sabre bio. Uh, a mediocre fielder at third base. <laughs> so first, of all, I'm cutting in here. First of all, right off the bat, you're just like, oh no. Like, uh, but that's how that's like uh, like the first line of an obituary. You're like, you know, you know um, 
uh, who, who was it that died recently that had like a weird oh it was Ray Liotta like he, they were there was like I forget if it was Variety or something else that had like a it was like Goodfellas and some rando movie that barely anyone's ever heard of as the second one in the headline like Ray, Ray Liotta Goodfellas and blah 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 star dies at whatever I was I remember being shocked by that anyway Back to the biography. A mediocre fielder at third base, Red Smith was good enough a good enough hitter to hold down third base for the Brooklyn Dodgers until he clashed with his new manager, Wilbert Robinson. We'll get to that also in a second. I was looking at the, the 1913 team. Um, so they had four above-average hitters if you're going by OPS+. Plus. There was a few other hitters who were like sort of hovering around average, maybe a little worse. But their, their third through six hitters were really good that year. Uh, number three hitter was Casey Stengel, who was only age 22. He was the center fielder. Aforementioned Zach Wheat. He was the cleanup guy, uh, age 25 and left. Jake Daubert, um, he was a former MVP, actually the previous year MVP. He was only 29. He was playing first base. He batted fifth. And then Red Smith, who was only 23 that year, batted sixth. Um, manager Bill Dolan was fired after the end of that season. This was the 10th straight losing season for Brooklyn. Uh, four of those were under Dolan. So they ended up hiring uh, Wilbert Robinson to manage. He was a longtime catcher uh, for 17 years, m- almost all of them for the Baltimore Orioles in both the American Association, then the National League, then the American League, just based on so how, to, how the leagues were sort of moving around back then. I think the American League version, I, I, don't remember, I think that's who became the Yankees. At the end. Anyway, um, he was age 50, now hired as the manager. He was like about a decade after his playing days. Now, Jake Daubert, the aforementioned uh, former MVP who was first baseman, was also a candidate for the manager. Uh, Back to the Sabre bio for a second. Um, There were reasons why Robinson didn't like him. Uh, This is, again, from the Sabre bio. The redhead had threatened to jump to the Federal League and had met with representatives of the league. He was also considered one of a clique of players uh, who were striving to have Robinson replaced as manager by Daubert. Robbie, this is what they called, who they called, uh, what they called Wilbert Robinson, regarded Smith as a troublemaker and a resolve to get rid of him. And he did just that. (laughs) In August 2014, this is Robinson's first year as manager, they traded or they just sold uh, Red Smith to the Braves. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now, he had. this is so weird because so he had started... 89 of 90, the first 92 games at third base. He was only hitting 245. It was like his worst year. 
so far in, in this little stretch. Um, he had a 97 OPS plus, not that anyone knew what that was or cared back then. Um, so he wasn't like all bad. But it was interesting because so he, he goes to a Braves team. That team w- would later be called the Miracle Braves because of what they did. So late, uh, earlier in that season, they were um, 26 and 40 at one point on, on July 4th. They were 15 games back. They were in eighth place in an eight-team American League, or National League, excuse me. Um, they were in last place as late as July 18th. So, again, eighth place in an eight-team league. After that 26-40 and 40 start, they finished 68-19 and 19 over their last 87 games, including 44-13 and 13 after uh, Smith joined the team. That's like, that's Trey Turner, Max Scherzer stuff from last year with the Dodgers, basically. That's how good they were playing. Smith was great for his part down the stretch. He had 314, 401, 449, 17 doubles in 60 games. His OPS plus was 148. Again, everyone clamoring about how good his OPS plus was back in the papers in those days. Um, <laughs> however, a doubleheader on the last day of the regular season in the first game, I think it was sliding into second base, he broke his leg. So he didn't get to play in the World Series. But that year, um, so they go in, this, the Braves were in Boston back then, by the way. Um, they are, um, before we get to the world series. So I, when I was looking up the game logs for the Braves that year, uh, one of the cool things that baseball reference has done recently, um, in, you know, certain years is adding, um, like if a game gets rained out or a, a future game gets made up from an earlier rain out, it'll note it in the schedule, like on the side, like, you know, makeup from April 10th rain or whatever, And sometimes there's like um, the 1992 Dodgers, for instance, if you go, it'll be like makeup from April 29th, civil unrest, you know, because they had the doubleheaders later in the year because of the riots. Um, But so for the 1914 games, I forget exactly what it said, but it was like um, moved due to um, bigger facilities or something. They, They ended up playing at Fenway Park down the stretch because they were getting so popular and about to win the pennant that, um, they, they played in the bigger stadium. But anyway, they were still heavy, heavy underdogs in the World Series. So you had the the Philadelphia A's, um, who they won the World Series in 1910, 1911, and 1913. I'm trying to think. I might be conflating this, and I don't know if it was specifically in 1914. But around that time, that was like their – the A's had like two dynasty periods, quote-unquote dynasties, under Connie Mack. It was this, and then – the like 29 to 31 team where they just had a just incredible massive talent and uh, they made a bunch of world series. But um, I believe this was uh, the period where I think they were called like the hundred thousand dollar infield or something where like, it was like four relatively expensive for the time players wow, cheap. and they were all really good. <laughs> right. Exactly. And so, but anyway, they were heavily favored and then the Braves swept them in four games. So, uh, that they truly were the miracle Braves, and then they never they didn't make the playoffs again for a long time after that. Um, Smith played five more years with Boston. He had 124 OPS plus in his years with the Braves. He was top ten in batting average, on base percentage, OPS, and OPS plus in 1917 and 1918. Um, back to the uh, the lead of the Sabre bio, um, uh, sort of enforcing that point. He led all third basemen in errors from 1915 to 1918 averaging 33 per year. Now, this was also a time where third base was considered like a not fielding first is probably too strong, but it was like almost akin to shortstop in terms of importance, like how Mm -hmm. it was treated. 
and he was not good at it, like fielding wise, but he was a good hitter. Um, so in his nine major league seasons, he hit 278 with a 353 on base, a 377 slugging, 119 OPS plus. That's really good. 208 doubles, 49 triples, uh, 27 homers, and 117 steals. Again, dead ball era. Really good hitter. Um, after the 1919 season, this is always another thing that like uh, always cracks me up about like players back then. How how just different the game is like because you know they weren't paid anything so they had to like keep playing or do something like they always worked in the off season that kind of thing but so after the 1919 season he he goes on waivers to the Yankees and then I think the same off season he's traded to the Senators but he never made the majors again but he played nine more years in the minors like his 20s were in the majors and then his 30s were in the minors like uh it's just wild but then he was also a manager at least uh in a couple cases only part of the season during uh, on some of those minor league teams he played for three different times um it is post playing days i I love this little anecdote um smith and found his way to atlanta where he lived with his wife and and i guess also lived in marietta for part of that but he was the city uh he was a city tax investigator for the city for 27 years um and then he got to see the braves come home to atlanta when they moved there in 1966 and he got to see them play for one season unfortunately uh, though he did die uh, at the end uh, in I think in October of '66, he was age 76. But yeah, that the uh, pretty cool. Uh, I, I my I was telling you before my favorite sort of Dodgers rewind is someone I've never heard of before. So right. I go into it like, well, oh, that's cool. Like I didn't know about this, and yeah, I didn't I didn't know about the um, the 40 doubles thing, um, which was which was cool. Uh, so Red Smith um, he led the National League with 40 doubles in 1913. He's one of seven Dodgers to lead the NL in doubles. And he's Good one of him. only... F- he, and there, there's your, there's your, you, that's that's all you had to say. That was your trivia. Um, it was this good? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> he, he's one of only four um, to lead the league by himself. Um, how many of the other six doubles leaders, National League doubles leaders, can Jacob name? All right. We'll we'll play with the uh, three strikes rule in effect. Zach Wheat. Um, so the the fun part about this is it's not. Um, I don't have it a heavily curated list. So I'm just I'm looking, but no, he's not one of the. He's not one of them. <sighs> Finally, has let me down. All right, uh, Corey Seager. Corey Seager tied uh, Anthony Rendon in 2019. So that doesn't levels. count. No, he does. He's one of the seven. Okay. okay. Um, yeah. Uh, Sean Green. Sean Green did not. I'm looking. So his two, he has the L.A. Dodger record with 49 doubles. Um, and I don't remember if that was 02 or 03. Uh, but Bobby Abreu had 50 doubles in 02 and Pujols had 51 a, in 03. What a jerk. Jerks all, yeah. jerks all around. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm down to a final guess. Um Campy. Uh, no, oh. I, I don't know. I said that so dismissively. Um, I, uh, <laughs> how, how would you believe? It, it was like cause I know he hit home runs, but like he's. I, it's one of those like, if a if a home run didn't go out, is we was he really beating it out for doubles? Um, so okay. In fairness, as a twenty three year old, uh, at least for the known stats, um, Campanella led the Negro National League with sixteen doubles in only fifty two games in nineteen forty five. 
but the most doubles he hit in the in with Brooklyn was 33, and he never he he only hit more than 22 one other time with the Dodgers. So, well, he hit a lot of home runs though. Is that he that he that he did? Um, all right, wait, what do you got? Okay, uh, you, those are my three strikes. Other, I'm I'm giving you one hint <sighs> for the uh, the other LA person because that's the only one I think you're going to get. Um, is this person hit for the cycle? Uh, this happens. Uh, this is a, this is along with a few other hints you give me. The where like I feel like I just need to dedicate this. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, I I because for, I forget. So I'm gonna say Babe Herman, even though that's not the so, LA Dodger. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> it's funny you mention that, and I'll get to why in a second. Is mostly because the Babe Herman was teammates with one of the other people <sighs> who's on this list now. Um, before, I misspoke earlier because I said Sean Green has the um, he has the most home runs in a season with that, but he also was a was a doubles guy. He oh no, he did have forty nine doubles. Okay, I was I was right. So he he not <laughs> Sean Green. Sean Green has the overall Dodger record with forty nine home runs and also the LA Dodger record, but he also has the LA Dodger record for doubles with forty nine. Um, Johnny Frederick was a nineteen twenty nine. He did this as a rookie. Uh, Hit 52 doubles for Brooklyn. He's the only one with more doubles than Sean Green. He um, he tied, or no, he won outright in 1929. The other person I was thinking of who might have had, who had the uh, LA Dodger double record before Sean Green was Wes Parker in 1970. Oh, yep. That When he hit for the cycle. Yep, yep, yep. Um, the other uh, Brooklyn leaders are Pete Reeser with 39 doubles in 1941, tied with Johnny Mize. Um, and then um, Red Smith, 1913, the aforementioned 40. And then you go back to, uh, I can't believe you didn't think about the 1901 Dodgers. Um, mm-hmm. Tom Daly had 38 doubles in 1901, tied with Ed Delahante. Um, and then the immortal Mike Griffin in the Dodgers' second year in the National League, 1891, hit 36 doubles and led the, led the National League. Yeah, only seven people have led in doubles. That's crazy. I'm trying to look up because uh, Babe Herman did hit uh, 48 doubles in 1930. Oh yeah, I'm gonna look up who yeah. beat him. I'm upset. There, you got to remember, like this was like 1930. I believe is the most um, offensive friendly season in Major League history, um, and like so that some of the numbers <laughs> there are like wild. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so like um, yeah, pretty cool. But yeah, that's that's Red Smith. And um, that is our leading off with True Blue LA today. Enjoy Dodgers Braves this coming weekend. And, uh, you know, I believe, you know, you're going to have two doubles guys in Matt Olson and Freddie Freeman, uh, who, you know, Freddie Freeman could uh, potentially join Red Smith as the Dodgers doubles leaders if he uh, sort of continues his hot pace. But Matt Olson, his replacement in Atlanta, is doing his best to sort of uh, not make that happen, but it should be fun weekend. And um, think about Red Smith while you're watching this weekend. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you later.